Rock FM. Howell and Jamie at breakfast. FM, I'm Howell. I'm Jamie. The weather today, a dry, bright day, but very cold. Highs of only two degrees. It's been ice-scraping weather. However your day goes, I hope you don't get blindsided by a huge surprise, just like Jamie is about to be. What? <laughs> Jamie, I'm staging an intervention. We're doing. We're talking about Papa G now. No, that's what you thought we were talking about. What? What? If you didn't know, Jamie has a pet, a pet tortoise. Oh. <laughs> we all clubbed together and bought him this tortoise a few years ago because he was adamant <laughs> that he what really the hell we're doing. He really wanted. Why are we talking about the pet tortoise? He really wanted a tortoise, didn't he? No, I, I was. Yeah. How's the tortoise, Jamie? It's fine. Is so it? I gave, we gave it a bath yesterday. Gave it a bath yesterday, did you? Yeah. Well, I didn't. I, oh, oh, you didn't. <laughs> I was. I was there for the bath. In though, I was there when he was in the bath. What's okay. the What's the point in this conversation? This is pointless. Is it? Do you remember seeing an email a couple of weeks ago that came to breakfast at rockfm.co.uk, and the email was from a girl. Oh, okay. seeing that? Right, here we go. Yeah, okay, so, all right, I had an, we had an email from the girl whose family gave away the tortoise that I now have. Yeah. She gave me... Which we did it on the radio a few years ago. Yeah. For a long time we did it on the radio. She emailed asking, how was the tortoise? Yeah, you never commented on that email that came in, did you? It wasn't... <laughs> it wasn't got, got, got some things to play it. for you, Jamie. <laughs> Welcome to Jamie's Intervention. Hi, I'm Kate. A couple of years ago, my dad sold my tortoise to Jamie from Howell and Jamie on Rock FM. I just hope he loves the tortoise as much as I did. It was her tortoise that got sold. Yeah, and I emailed her. She really wanted a tortoise and you said that you were going to look after it for life. <laughs> Till death do you part, you said. Till death do you part. It's Jamie's neighbour. I just want to tell you about the time, well, in fact, the ten times that Jamie's tortoise turned up in our garden and we told him about it ten times. He never did anything about it. So we sent it back to him with a post-it note attached saying, stop neglecting your tortoise. He's a terrible human being. Thanks, bye. Bit awkward. How did you get their number? (laughs) (laughs) I don't have their phone number. I'm Jamie's fiancé, Lauren. I brought back a Bama the tortoise from my mum at Christmas and have looked after her ever since. <laughs> Jamie has not lifted a finger. So, w- w- so, so let me just get something straight. Oh, when I got God. married last June and you came to America for two weeks, you took a Bama, your tortoise, that's his name, to Lauren's mum's house to look after while you were on holiday. Yes. Lauren just said there she picked up the tortoise just after Christmas. <laughs> so... So the tortoise was at her mum's house for six months. <laughs> yes. Hi, Jamie. It's no. Janice, your future mother-in-law. <laughs> but it's been an awful lot on lettuce, calcium dust and vitamin powder. And oh so it just got me God. thinking, really, how the poor little thing has been neglected all those months <laughs> before I had her. You think I can't top that? <laughs> this one's really going to send a shiver down your spine. Jamie, it's Andy, the boss of Rock FM. I just wanted to say how oh. disappointed I am in the way you've looked after the tortoise. I mean, you've not just let yourself down, you've let every animal lover I know down. Put <laughs> yourself out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and there's only one place we could go from here. Jamie, the, um, me and Dad, this is Mum, we're rather worried about the way that you've cared for Obama. 
Um, we don't really think you've done the very best for him as regards housing. OK, darling. Love you. My mum, my mum hates that tortoise. She hates it, now she's defending it. Do you honestly think, till death do you part, this animal that will outlive you, do you really think you've given it the care, love and attention that it deserves? Or do you think you've been bone idle and let everyone else around you look after it? I feel victimised today. Oh, I really? looked after that tortoise to the best of my abilities. Jamie, I feel like I've been ganged For the up next on. week, you're going to follow a series of challenges to help you bond with your tortoise. Oh, no. Your music. Your life. Howl and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM. Papa G is uh, an enigma. He's a strange, quiet, mysterious individual that sent us a CD and a song in the post. Uh, on his letter, it said, no one must know who Papa G is. And he wrote a song all about the... Um, Trials and tribulations of going to the gym. Do my teeth look white? Is my hair alright? Is my face got So, that's what he made, um, and we've been trying to track him down ever since. We could not find him, um, but Lancashire loves the song. People are dying to find Papa G. Mark Freejack, superstar DJ of Rock FM and host of Classic Cuts on Sunday afternoons from 12, he um, took Papa G's song to a club this weekend. Shall we find out yes. how he got on? Okay, here we go. Right, Mark Freejack here for Hull and You'll be able to see this video online, facebook.com slash 974rockfm. A club full of people. Oh, you can hear it mixing in now. The dance floor's still full of people. Yeah, he did it. It's on. <laughs> Freejack singing the lyrics, and he joins us now, ladies and gentlemen, Mark Freejack. Well done, Freejack. Oh, Freejack. Good morning, you boys. Hero. Morning, Rob. You morning, hero. Morning, morning. Uh, how did it go down, Mark? Uh, I wouldn't say lead balloon, but it went all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching the video on facebook.com slash 974 You can see the crowd don't exactly know how to jive to the Papa G tune. <laughs> Well, it's almost like a germ from the workout. They don't know the moves. <laughs> <laughs> they did sort of get on. They did. They carried on they, dancing. They, they tried their best. They, you could just tell their brains, even their half three in the morning brains, were going, I don't recognise this <laughs> song. Well, it slowed everybody out, down. It, you could have gone for a toilet break, you got another drink, and then you can come back to the dance floor and then they go to work out. It's, it's a good toilet break, June. Well, thank you, Honestly, Mark. Honestly, as I said to you, I said to you before, it was like a cloak of love over the club. <laughs> Everybody was united by it. Everyone was united by wow. Papa G. There we go. You're not wrong, Mark. You're not wrong. Well, thank you very much for him, doing by it. The way? Pardon? Are you him? Are you him? No, we're not him. No, and it's we need, not us. We need, by the end of this week, we are going to have right. Papa G in this studio. We're getting serious. I, this, we, we should have found him by now. We thought he would have turned up, Mark, by now, but he hasn't. We need to find Papa G. 
We're going to do it. We will. We will. By the end of this week, don't forget, if you uh, have got a site in, if you know who Papa G is, let us know. Rock in your message, 63103. We are in talks with BT and NASA for a particular plan that we'll announce on tomorrow's show. Thank you, Mark. Love you guys. Paul and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM. Rock FM's Fuel With the ArnoldClark.com real sale. Huge savings on over 15,000 cars. We are trying to help you beat the January blues on Blue Monday by giving you £100 to fill your tank with fuel, put some shopping in your trolley, pay a bill. You're going to have four more chances today to win £100. But just after 8 o'clock, I said the name Kerry McNicholas from from Wigan. Wigan. We have somebody calling. She had to call us by ten past eight. Good morning. Who is this on the phone? Kerry, congratulations, that's 100 quid. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. (laughs) Kerry, what are you going to do with the 100 quid, Dad? Oh, I haven't got a clue, but I'm sure it'll come in useful. I like that. I like that. How old are you, Kerry? Um, 23. 23. See, when you're 23, that's how you can deal with 100 pounds. You can go, I don't know how I'm going to spend it, I'm going to spend it. By the time you're 33, it's like, I know exactly where the 100 pounds is going. It's It's in a pension. It won't be going there, I can promise you. (laughs) Please spend responsibly. Uh, Kerry, well done. Congratulations. It's easy to win, isn't it? You've just got to enter online. It is. It's very easy. www.rockfm.co.uk forward slash live. Well done. Howl and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM. Papa G is a man who sent us a CD and a letter in the post. The letter said that he wanted to remain anonymous, but Lancashire disagreed. Oh, yeah. When they heard the song that he sent us, they wanted to know who the mysterious genius was who had made this. This. <laughs> Free Jack playing it in the clubs. My abs are on fire. It's a song about going to the gym. Okay, yeah. You obviously you've heard this now because you are searching for him, and indeed that's when our search began. We've got two things to deal with here, Detective Jamie. Yeah, thanks, Detective Howell. Basically, we've been inundated with sightings, ideas, leads, and we need to follow one up right now. We'd also want to give you a chance to get in touch with us more easily. First up, Detective Claire's text in with this lead. Okay, Detective Claire thinks that her teacher might be Papa G. And I believe we have him on the phone now. Hello, who is this? Uh, Good morning, it's Neil G from Penworth and Priory Academy. Neil G! Mr G (laughs) from Penworth and Priory Academy. Mr G, have you ever sung a song? Never. Have you ever? Everybody's sung a song. This guy's lying to us, Jay. Have you ever ever been to the gym, Mr Uh, G? Yes, I'm a PE teacher. Oh! Teacher, are you jo- are you really a PE teacher? Yeah, I'm the head of PE at Priory. <gasps> do me a favour. Will you just say, "Why do I do this to myself? <laughs> Why do I do this to myself?" <laughs> oh, it's not 
not a close oh, enough match. So... Do you ever refer to yourself as Papa? <laughs> uh, no, my, st- uh, my kids might call me Papa sometimes, but no one else. <laughs> kids, kids call you Papa. Well, this is pretty close. All right, look, we're just going to have to ask you straight yeah. out, are you or are you not the Papa G? Uh, I'm afraid I'm not this time. Oh. Well, Mr G, thank you very much. It must be tough wandering around Lancashire with a name like that at the moment. <laughs> it's, yes, it's a little bit difficult. Yeah. <laughs> you might have to think about changing your name unless we can actually find the real Papa G, OK? Yes, well, we had it for Ali G a few years ago. Oh, you can't oh, escape of course, it. Yeah, it's one thing after another. <laughs> <laughs> so many talented Gs out there. Thank you very much, Mr G. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that's that. Oh, but what if, like Claire, you've got a lead and you want to tell us about it? Well, there is now a quick way of doing this. We have created, with the help of NASA and BT, the Papa G Hotline. The Papa G Hotline, Hotline now exists. You need to put this number into your telephone, OK? You might not think that you're going to need this number, but then what happens when you accidentally run across a guy who's singing that song to himself and you need to let us know? You've you need forgotten to the number. Speed dial Papa G Hotline. It's 01772 477 888. OK, that's a good emergency number, that. 01772 477 888. One more time. 01772-477-888. Get it put in your phone. And if you want to leave us any voicemail on the subject of Papa G, that is the number to ring. You're going to get an answer phone. You can tell us whatever you want about Papa G. Oh, here we go. 01772-477-888. Now we're searching like a show. You howl at me. On a mission trying to find Mr. Papa G. Your music. Your life. Howl and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM. I'm Howell. I'm Jebet. Uh, yesterday, I had to inv- in- intervene in Jamie's life. No, you did Yes, I did. A few years ago, on the radio, we all clubbed together to buy Jamie a pet tortoise, something he really wanted for his 30th birthday. And we bought it from somebody called Kate. Well, Kate emailed the other day to ask about the tortoise, finding out how her little tortoise was getting on with Jamie, the man who promised to look after it until death do him part. Been looking after it fine. It would appear Jamie has been shunning his responsibility onto everyone around him. Jamie, um, me and Dad, this is Mum, (laughs) were rather worried about the way that you've cared for Obama. (laughs) Um, We don't really think you've done the very best for him as regards housing. (laughs) Okay, darling. Regards housing. It's like an invoice, isn't it? Fantastic. Um, well, he has been looked after. Don't worry. The, the tortoise has been looked after. The tortoise is Just having by, a fine time. By Jamie's fiance, by Jamie's fiance's mum, by Jamie's mum and dad. So this week, we have challenged Jamie to pull his weight and make amends with his pet tortoise, Obama. The first thing was for Jamie to give the tortoise a good clean, right? Give his tank a good clean and give Obama a lovely bath. I haven't heard this yet. I am ready to hear whether or not you've gone well, Jamie. I hope this is good. Here's some quality bonding. Okay. There's his tank. It's been well and truly given a Mr Sheen on it. Beautifully cleaned out. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to put some mud mulch. This stuff's great. Tortoises love it. And I yeah. make sure they only have the best, my tortoise Obama. Really? Yeah, you see, you put the best mud, best tortoise mud in the world. <laughs> only the finest from the Galapagos Islands. <laughs> I'm going to take Obama for a nice re- relaxation and a break 
in a special little tortoise spa I've set up upstairs, which I do every week, pretty much, every two weeks. I put a bama in a lovely sensual bath. Oh, that yeah, sounds see, nice. See, not a bad lovely life, day. Jamie. Great life. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Candles? <laughs> Anybody? A bama. What do you think of that? Oh, there's a rubber duck in there. Bit more water. Oh. Singing Enya to the top. <laughs> there we go. The life of a happy and contented tortoise. <laughs> wow. That's wonderful, Jay. It really sounds like you've done well. Great day. However, a little bird has told me that we're going to be able to see the video of this at facebook.com slash 974rockfm. Watch it, see it. Sounds like a see. beautiful image. Jamie, apparently you just filled the sink with water. <laughs> That's it. That's what a bath Was is. there even any candles? Yes, there was candles. Was there? If I look at the video, are there candles? Tell him. Yeah, there's some candles. Yeah, there's candles. There are some candles and a sink full of water. Well, right, I suppose... What more do you want from me? I gave it a bath. I suppose you made an effort. So, uh, I think you need uh, your next challenge, don't you? So, next up, you've bathed him. You've given him a clean, cleaned out his tank. Today, I want you to take a bammer out for a nice day out. How will... Okay. It's one degree outside. I want you to take a bammer out, keep him warm, wrap him up. I hope there's a scarf involved. Take him to the park or something. Make sure he stays warm so he doesn't hibernate and spend some proper time together, okay? I mean, you can't be serious. Proper time together. You need to prove, and at the end of the week, we're going to get Kate, the little girl, whose tortoise you took off, and we're going to find out whether or not she thinks you're looking after that tortoise, okay? It's not me you're proving it to, it's Kate and your mother. Your music. Your life. Howl and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM. Uh, joining us now is Janine Hindle, one of our top reporters at Rock FM. Morning, Janine. Oh, thanks. That's my unofficial title, but I'll take it. Yeah. I'll change my email signature now. Sad news in the last Don't 24 hours. Oh, gutted. It? Absolutely devastated. Uh, Deirdre Barlow, a woman who, I, I, no matter how much you've watched Coronation Street, you know that name. Especially if you grew up in the 80s like we did. Yeah. It was like the peak of Ken and Deirdre. Ken and it was Free Deirdre. It was, uh, free Deirdre. Yeah. Um, those glasses. The glasses are amazing. My mum oh, had some of those really? like, nasty glasses before like specs were cool. Me and my sister used to wear them all the time and pretend we were Deirdre Rashid. Paddy's been doing on social media. Paddy McGuinness has been doing this uh, glasses for Deirdre thing which seems to have taken off as yeah, well. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, it, but uh, Anne Kirkbride sadly passed away last night. And, uh, and it's, this is huge, isn't it, for the Northwest for Lancashire. Definitely. I might be overreacting because I'm a massive Corrie fan. I'm from Lancashire. I'm northern. I grew up on Corrie. Mm. For me, this is like the Queen dying. Yeah. I know it's like obviously mm. not, mm. but she is. Ken and Deirdre are like the king and queen of Corrie, aren't they? Yeah. Well, it was Jack and Vera, yeah, RIP. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was them. Yeah. Now, Ken and Deirdre have taken that title. And yeah. are absolutely genuinely lovely people in yeah, real you, life as you've, well. You've interviewed Anne Kirkbride. Yeah, so Madame Two Swords in Blackpool, um, a couple of years ago, got the wax figures of Ken and Deirdre. So Anne Kirkbride and William Roach came along, absolutely lovely, lovely people. It was probably one of my most favourite interviews I've ever done because William Roach is a bit hard of hearing, so he couldn't understand any of my questions. <laughs> so Anne Kirkbride, bless her, was 
answering my questions and then he's going him for what have you said sorry love what have you said <laughs> absolutely love them like it made my life to interview them she was quite a shy lady wasn't she, she wasn't really into the fame she was thing. but she's like the coolest most was the you know the coolest most glamorous person ever basically there was obviously me there um television crews other radio journalists so you know they had to do quite a lot of interviews she was stood there with a fan fanning herself <laughs> i thought she's gonna be a right diva wasn't I was like excited? I thought she's going to be a right diva, and she's like, "It's so hot in here. You should get one of these." She's dead posh in real life as well, oh, really? and I was obviously like just being northern me, not doing my posh radio voice. Yeah. So she lent me a fan because I was dead hot as well. So I was there trying to do a serious interview. William Roach couldn't understand me. She was translating, then started fanning herself. Then I started fanning myself. So it was hilarious. Like we should have filmed it. That's fantastic. That's awesome. Wow, what a treat, and what a you're very you're so lucky to have been able to do that yeah definitely fantastic well there we go and uh, but everyone's got their own memories um, of Anne Kirkbride but what a journey she took us on on TV here's a little clip of one of our favourite moments let you down never gonna run around and desert your place we found love in a hopeless place I like your in the bathroom you don't see much pulpery nowadays <laughs> <laughs> you really don't Janine thank you very much. Gonna... Your music. Your life. Howl and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM. Jordan North drives you home from three o'clock in the afternoon on Rock FM. It is a big day for Jordan. It's his driving test day. He has failed about 7,000 times. His Come on, Jordan. Test. He says this is the last time he's going to do it. Shall we ring him? Yeah. See how he's feeling. Let's do it. Hello. Morning, Jordan North. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you ringing me? Ah, uh, no, no, no. I've got a sore throat. Are you at the gym? Yeah, how do you know? What are you doing? Uh, currently doing my core. Your core. Cool. Cool. You're doing your core. Yeah. How do you do Sorry. your core? How do you Jordan? work on your core? A few sit-ups, yeah. you know. Yeah. Jordan, we just wanted to say good, good luck. luck with your driving test. Thank you. How are you feeling? I'm really nervous. Yeah. So nervous. What have you done with your provisional driving licence? Because we don't want you to lose it again. Uh, well, I did tape it under the desk. You taped it under the desk? Yeah, under the Rocket Fan desk. What's here? Uh, in the studio, yes. But uh, then loads of listeners called me in and said, don't do that because you two will steal it. So I've left you something else under there. They know us so well. <laughs> All right, what's, what's under, under here us? then? What is this? Ha-ha, you big sausages. <laughs> all my listeners called me to say... You just told us all this. Yeah. I, it's a bad idea leaving my licence under the desk because you two will nick it. Ha-ha, Jordan won, Howell and Jamie nil. Well, yeah, but you I mean, just I told think, us that. You just, but why are we? Why, why is it like, oh, you, you foiled our big plan to do something we didn't even know we were going to do? Well... <laughs> taped it under the desk so I wouldn't lose it and then loads of my listeners called in and said don't do that because right. them two will steal it. Oh, so. I see. The mistake you've made is thinking that we were listening to you when you were on the radio. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we I were listen to you every morning. Yeah, but not from six. Tell me you tune in at six. No, use about 10 to 10. Exactly. 10 to 10. <laughs> <laughs> right, get back in the gym and work on your core. 
Good luck. Are you going to wish me luck? Oh, yeah, good luck. Good luck. Okay, thank you. Your music. Your life. Howl and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM. We have arranged for Jilted John to come on the show. Jilted John, the famous man who was dumped by his fiancée, uh, what, two weeks before Christmas? Yeah, yeah, and he's got his honeymoon coming up. He's been trying to auction off his honeymoon. However, it's t- <laughs> he's now been jilted twice by eBay bidders. The top bidders have said they can't go as That's well. Cool. That is cruel. So, Jilted John... John has been jilted three times. We're going to interview him on the show after eight o'clock. Um, but this got Jamie talking about how much worse he thinks it is to be the dumper. I think it's harder sometimes, and I know it, I'm being controversial, causing an uproar, but it's sometimes harder to be the dumper than to be the dumpy. Who's this? Steph, where are you from? I'm in Preston. Steph's from Preston. Steph, um, tell me, whose side are you on? Are you on mine or Jamie's? I think I'm definitely on yours. It's worse for the dumpy. Thank you. Thank right. you. Of course, <laughs> okay. it's worse for the dumpy. Have you ever, but have you ever dumped somebody, Steph? Yeah, I've been on both sides. And did you not feel the stress and the worry and the concern about having to end a relationship with somebody? Because if you've decided to dump them, then you've already made a decision. Well, so let me just work but, that right, Steph. Right, so you just go up to this guy, who, who one of the guys you went out with. Let's call it, let's say he's called David. Yeah, you just go up to him and go, <laughs> David, uh, it's over. I'm dumping you. No, Goodbye. I'm not harsh. You're gonna be like, um, I don't know, I'm really sorry. Obviously, it's just not working for me, and nothing new done. It's just time to change, move on. Oh, that's lovely. I'd love to be dumped by you. Like that, it's <laughs> really nice. Just like that, and then yeah. what? You're out the door. See you in the next life. Done. Give him a pat on the back. <laughs> and I'll give you your stuff next week. A pat on the back. Patronising <laughs> pat on the back. Thank you very much, Steph. Howl and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM. I'm Howell. I'm Jimmy. And this is Little Luke. Good morning, Little Luke. Morning. Every Wednesday at about half past eight, little Luke comes on. He's eight years old and he tells us some jokes from his joke book. Got your joke book ready, Luke? Yep. You know, you really should pretend that you just make these jokes up. Yeah. Most comedians don't don't let on that they get their jokes out of a joke book, you know. Right. Right. <laughs> so we'll pretend we haven't from now on. Um, Luke, tell me, joke number one. What's the difference between homework and an onion? What's the difference between homework and an onion? I don't know. Nobody cries when you cut up homework. <laughs> 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 Very good. How can you do better than that, Luke? How can joke two and three be better than that? I don't know that they can. Luke, what's joke number two? Did you hear about the cross-eyed teacher? He couldn't control his pupils. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, these are going to go down well at the schoolyard today. Certainly are. Apologies to any teachers who are a bit cross-eyed. Uh, Luke, number three. Who writes invisible books? Who writes invisible books? A ghostwriter. A ghostwriter. Oh, that's clever, that that's one, isn't well it? well played. That's clever. Do you Once know what a ghostwriter is, Luke? No. Well, when no. Katie Price writes 100 novels in two years, it's not really Katie Price doing all the writing. That's what that's about. Someone else is perhaps doing it. Oh. <laughs> just a theory. I don't think I got it, but anyway. Well, why don't you just tell us the first joke one more time, because it was so good, Luke. What's the difference between homework and an onion? What's the difference between homework and an onion? 
Nobody cries when you cut up homework. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Howell and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM. Right, we have been asking the question this morning, is it worse to be the dumper or the dumpy? And we've been hearing some amazing breakup stories this morning, but none came close to the guy that we were talking about earlier and the guy we are about to speak to now. He's become a little bit world famous. Mm. We've managed to get him on the phone, John Whitbread, or Jilted John, as he has become known, who's gone viral these past few days with his story. John, are you holding girls all right, big man? We're, we're, I'm all right. I'm staying strong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a... John, do you mind just telling us, for anyone who doesn't know, a quick recap of why you've become super famous in the last few weeks? Well, originally, uh, my ex-fiance told me just after Christmas that she don't really love me anymore. She's not ready for marriage. And, you know, that's it, really. That was the honest truth. And then a week later, tried to get the money back for the honeymoon. And they said I would only get half the money back. <laughs> and that's... I worked so hard for the wedding. I didn't want to get in any debt. And the honeymoon was what I was looking forward to. And I thought, well, I'll just put it on eBay give them the opportunity to have a cheap holiday. And then uh, it ended up that the top two bidders, they were just blaggers. And so now I'm trying to do a foolproof way of getting some raised money and someone's coming on holiday with me now as well. Wow. So so the, the original bidders on eBay, they turned out they couldn't pay and now you're doing a raffle, £10 a ticket for yeah. anybody who wants to go to the Dominican Republic sat next to you. Exactly, yeah. You can buy more than one. For a tenner, you could have a two, you're coming on a two grand holiday with me. But um, at the same time, you're donating to charity. We've been talking to people this morning who are either dumpies. We've been saying, what's worse, being dumped or being the dumpy? I mean, it's not easy. I imagine for your fiance, it wasn't easy to, to break the news to you, John. Yeah. Well, that's what I, I was saying. Like, it, it must have been hard because it was only five weeks away from the wedding. You know, the, we've got everything. So, you know, it would have been so much easier to ride it out. Oh. So, you know, I'm really grateful of what she's done because it would have been a lot messier. Well, that's very kind, John. Very, are, you, yes, are you on speaking terms with her now? Um, oh, yeah, I've been, talk I've been to uh, talking to her. We were, um, like, amicable. As, as far as I'm aware, she's supportive and they're happy that I'm raising so much money for charity. So you've now resorted to a raffle, yeah? Oh, yeah, I'm trying to make it as foolproof as because I lost a bit of faith with the, the old eBay. But I don't know where I'm going with, and the thing is now is on a cheap raffle. It could, oh my anyone God. could come now. When do you find out who you're going with? Well, I'm going to do the draw on Sunday. All right, so if anyone wants to bid, what's the website, John? JiltedJohn.com. JiltedJohn. <laughs> you're making me feel bad about laughing at me. It's <laughs> <laughs> very funny, though. I was looking forward to this type of call. <laughs> John, it's phenomenal. What you're doing is amazing. I honestly can't imagine, you know, Jamie's getting married this year. I'm getting married. This might you? still happen to him. You never know. Well, you might be copying me, yeah? You might do a Jilted John and Jamie site together. John, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when one door closes, another weird window opens, John. Yeah, it is one weird window. I, tell you that now. <laughs> I never expected this. Listen, man, thank you so much for talking to us. Oh, thank you for having me on. Jilted John, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Howl and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM. We are searching for the papa. 
Yes, with people putting up uh, Papagee photos and posters all over Lancashire. Rock FM's Classic Cuts DJ, Mark Freejack, played the song out in a club at the weekend. And we've been following your leads for where Papagee could be. Yesterday, we set up the Papagee hotline, which is 01772 477 Okay, a one double seven two four double seven triple eight. A number for you to call with any information. And we've had some information. Yes, we have handpicked three voicemails. We've not listened to them, uh, but possibly some nuggets of information. Let's listen to voicemail number one. It's me, my apps are on fire. <sighs> That's not him. See, there's someone who's That's not, not taking this seriously. You know, how are we going to find Papa G if people Come don't on. take it seriously? Anything better in voicemail too, Howell? Yeah, can I have a, uh, I'll have a sweet and sour chicken <laughs> with uh, fried rice. I want a uh, Peking duck, crispy duck. Cut him off. Pepsi no. and... Right, no, uh, he's taking orders now from other people. No, so anyway, take right, him off. You've got to take this seriously, people. We're searching for the Papa and someone's leaving us an order for a Chinese takeaway. Right, voicemail three. Hi, Alan Jamie. Um, it's Papa G's show for Stroke Minder. Um, I'm just ringing through to let you know I have um, signed a declaration of silence, but I can, if need be, do a slight detour through to the Rock FM studios at uh, uh, any point this week and bring him to you. Just let me know, lads, will you? He's not paying so well at the moment. Thanks very much. Bye now. Papa G's chauffeur. chauffeur says he's not paying so well and he can drive he via can Rock drive FM one day. to the studios. An actual lead. I'm not sure. Right. I'm not sure if I believe him. Okay. If you've got any other further information or sightings, call 01772 477 888. We want to wrap this up. By Friday, I want Papa G sat opposite me. Here. Howell and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM. Number one for Lancashire. This is Rock FM. Uh, it's uh, six minutes to eight. Your chance to win £100 in Rock FM's Feel Your Life. Coming up. Apparently, only 8% of people stick to their New Year's resolutions by February. Wow. <laughs> wow, that is a depressing fact. So we're asking you, are you in the 8%? But we've got Ella on the phone. Ella, have you made a New Year's resolution then? Did you actually make one? Yeah. And what was it, Ella? Uh, try not to fight with my brother. Try not to fight, <laughs> fight. with your brother. <laughs> not easy when you're <sighs> nine years old. And what kind of things makes you fight with your brother? I don't know. It just happens automatically. Yeah. <laughs> who's, who starts it? Is it is it you or is it him? Uh, mainly me. Mainly, mainly you. Well, well, they're the instigator. Okay. Well, then you need to stop it. Is it because he annoys you, or do you just? Is he younger than you? Um, no. No, he's older than you. Is he? Yeah. Mm. So the question is, Ella, have you failed to twenty second of January? Twenty second of January. Have you had a fight with your brother yet? What happened? Uh, well, I don't know. There's been that many. <laughs> There's been, there been that many, it's hard to remember one. Yeah. It's hard to be specific. It's all a blur, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ella. So are you going to try and be nicer to your brother? Yeah. Why? Um, because I don't really fight with him. And do you love Thomas? 
Yeah, but he don't love me, so... Oh, he, he does. does. He does love you. I think he does, Ella. He really does I love you. I guarantee he loves you. And he'll love you even more if you can stick to this resolution, OK? Yeah. Good luck, Ella. Have a lovely day. OK. Bye. Good luck. You too. Oh, good luck. Wow. Howl and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM. Now, Paul Webster is up soon with the top ten at ten. We may have kind of played a tiny little eensy-beensy little trick on Paul yesterday. Let's explain. We, we've we got a lovely little family here at Rock FM during the day, working hard to entertain you. We're like a pair of tired, emotional teenage kids watching TV. Jordan, who drives you home from three o'clock, is like a lost toddler finding his way through the world. And Paul Webster is like the cautionary dad in the middle of all of us trying to look after us. Which is why yesterday Paul was terrified of the repercussions if Jordan North failed his driving test for the eighth time He's been building up to it on air for months and he would have been crying on Paul's shoulders all day and Paul would have had to deal with that. So we called Jordan seconds after he finished his test to find out how he'd done and we recorded that call. And it kind of turned into a little joke on Paul in the end. Here's what happened. Hello? Sounds like his face is smiling. What do you... Just say hello again, Jordan. Oh, what do you oh, think, Jamie? I think he's faking it, and I think he's just passed his test. Um, I would love to say that I passed. Yeah, he passed it's his test. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh, my God! Well done! Oh, my God! I only got one minor! One oh. minor? Check you out! Wow! Think about no. it. A few months ago, before Christmas, you lost your driving test. I mean, driving licence. Okay, listen, listen. Okay, Paul, dong, she's going to make me cry. Paul okay. Webster's coming in, right? And we're not okay. going to tell him that we're on the phone to you. We're just going to no. tell him that you didn't pass. And I'm going to secretly record his reaction. Because Paul was terrified about Paul you failing. Not for you, but for him, because he said you'd be inconsolable and he'd have to put up with you all afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get Paul's reaction. This is how Paul would react. If you had failed, okay? Okay, he's on his way in now. Take your headphones off, Jamie. Jordan, it can't look like we're actually on. Just... It's devoed. What? He didn't do it. Oh, you're kidding. Mm. Oh, no. I knew he wasn't going to do it. He's going to be on the floor all day, isn't he? Yeah. He'll be inconsolable. Oh, God. We're going to have to deal with that. Um, I he think hit he, a car, clipped the back of a, a he, of a BM. He went through um, a Greg's window um, as well, smashed the window, took out the pastry counter. <laughs> yeah. It was Covered in sausage rolls. Um. <laughs> he reminded me of He did it, Webbo! He did it! He's on the phone oh, and he's on the phone now! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jordan, well done. I passed. Well I done. Got, I, I, never got one minor. I never doubted you for a second, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you tell. I'm so happy. How 
Paul and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM. Have broken it? That is not going to the gym and going to the jacuzzi. Have you broken your resolution already? Laura, what was yours? It was to just keep going to the gym more and to lose weight. And I lost weight this week. I lost five pounds. So. Five pounds in a week? Yes, yeah. Hey, take is... it easy, right? Take <laughs> it easy. That's immense. That's, that's, a, that's a great performance. There's some great cakes out there that have got your name on it. Exactly, but I've not had them. <laughs> oh, you're missing out. So what have you... Re- let's let's see if we can persuade. Say I'm an alien that's come from out of space, OK? Um, mm. Persuade me. What should I do instead of cake, Lyra? Nothing, just eat it and work harder at the gym. <laughs> what is gym? Where you're going, like, nearly kill yourself running around. That sounds awful, Laura. I'm just going to eat cake. (laughs) What what did you do, Laura, (laughs) on the days where you were demotivated? And I'm sure there were some early on in January, resolution just set, where you thought, I'm not doing it today. I'll do a howl, which we're going to call it from now, when you bail on your resolution. (laughs) I'll do a howl and just stay in bed. I just looked at some photos that are really crummy and went, no, come on, you can do this. <laughs> and you looked at bad photos of yourself. Yes. Oh, yes. no, I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I've got some awful photos of you on my phone. Whoa, whoa, this whoa. is how we motivate you. Look, how I've got one of what? you in a wedding dress, all right? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that's true. Does that not yeah. make you feel like you want to go to the gym? Look, you don't even fit properly in that. You could wear that dress and properly wear Stop it. Stop showing it me. It doesn't right. motivate me. Someone get me some cake. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Laura. No problem. Now we're searching like a show, you howling me on a mission trying to find Mr. Papagee. We've done a number of things to try and find Mr. Papagee, not just make an awesome jingle, Jamie. Yeah, we had people putting up Papagee wanted posters all over Lancashire. Rock FM's classic cut DJ Mark Freejack played the song out in a club at the weekend. You can see that video. It's hilarious watching people dance to that. We've been following your leads for Papagee, where he could be, and yesterday we checked our first few messages on our Papagee hotline. Yeah, we got a Papagee hotline. Morning, Howell and Jamie. Uh, it's Wayne Fletcher from Fletcher's Gardens and Driveways. Um, I can at 100% tell you who Papa G is because we did his garden in the summer and he actually has his alias on his checkbook no. with his real name. <laughs> Give us a ring back, lads. Sit up. He even has he even has a Papa G checkbook. <laughs> well, let me tell you this. We've received a message and... I've got a feeling that by the weekend, we may have found Mr. Papagee. Hello, this is Papagee. And to prove it, I'm going to sing a bit of Why Do I. Why do I do this to myself? My abs are on fire. Triceps and biceps look as good as they can. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to be calling in to Rock FM. Eight o'clock Friday morning. So be prepared. To be amazed. Oh. You know what? I think that, that's legit. That sounded that's like him. Papa G. That's him. Right, and he's coming in tomorrow morning uninvited. <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of thing Papa G Papa would G do. Papa G just does that. I am absolutely positive that that's him. Do you want to hear his... Uh, do you want to hear him again? Yeah, hear Doing his song. singing. Let's listen to the whole message again. What the hell is going on? Right, here he is. Hello. This is Papa G. And to prove it, I'm going to sing a bit of Why Do I? Why do I do this to myself? My abs are on fire. Triceps and biceps look as good as they can. It's him! It's That's him. Papa G! That is him. 
tomorrow at this time, you're going to meet him. Now we're searching like a show, you howl at me, on a mission driven by Mr. Papaji. I am so excited. The, the search could be over. This could be it. Papaji tomorrow on the show at this time. Howl and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM. And someone sent us in a truly amazing email. So we have turned it into a Hollywood movie for the radio and we are filing it in our Chronicles of Lancashire. Oh, do you want, do you want to do Oh, it? yes, it might be. Chronicles of Lancashire! Beautiful. Well done. It's really good. Um, so you can tell us a story if you want. If you've got one, email it to breakfast at rockfm.co.uk. But right now, you don't need to do that. You just need to turn your radio up, sit back, relax, and enjoy this story that is entitled Camping Calamity. Howl and Jamie... My boyfriend has girl friends. Yeah, I know. We went camping over summer. I hate camping, but my boyfriend loves it. He always goes away with his friends who are girls. I decided to join them this time and see, A, what the fuss was about, and B, whether these lot are just good friends with my man. One night in and I'm sharing a tent with my boyfriend and... Mandy. Apparently we have to share because despite the fact he earns enough to put us up in a five-star hotel, he couldn't afford enough tents for the whole group. <clears throat> the morning came and I found myself waking up after an awful night's sleep in an empty tent. Mandy and my boyfriend were gone. This was it. I decided I was going to track them down. So like bare grills off I went into the wilderness. Halfway into the woods, I could hear two voices playing in the river. As I got closer, I saw clothes strewn on the ground. They were having a morning bath. I might not be good at camping, but I was always good at climbing the rope at school. And this day I decided the safest way of seeing into the river without being seen was climbing a tree. I climbed a fir tree. And as I reached for the highest branch I could, the tree bowed over under my weight and swung me down like the heaviest bauble on the Christmas tree. As I fell, I clung tight, turned upside down, and shouted, I'm watching you, you <laughs> And there I bobbed, my skirt over my head, my bum out to the world. What I didn't realise was that the couple I was dangling next to was a couple I'd never met, enjoying themselves. I got back to camp. And they'd bought donuts and coffees. So I was wrong. But seriously, my boyfriend shouldn't have girlfriends, should he? Seriously. I mean, not that he shares tents with for zip's sake. Howl <laughs> <laughs> and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM. Katie got in touch with us last week and said, How's my tortoise doing with Jamie? Fine. Jamie, the man who swore that he'd look after the tortoise until his dying day. The tortoise that he named Obama and then found out it was a girl, which handily meant he could call it Michelle Obama. Since then, his parents, his fiancée, his fiancée's parents, 
have all had to, even his neighbours, have had to look after that tortoise. Everybody's had a pop at me. While Jamie doesn't lift a finger. So his mission this year, well, this week particularly, is to take better care of Little Barmer. And last night we yeah. challenged him to share a romantic meal together. Just him and Michelle. Should we find out how he got on? Please do, sir. <laughs> okay. All right, let's do it. So, the meal begins. I've made you a romantic salad for our meal, um... Some lettuce, cucumber, tomato, cherry tomatoes sliced. Sprinkled with uh, a light calcium dusting, because it's good for you, and uh, maybe sort of a feta salad. You have to give him calcium dusting? Calcium dusting for the bones. Really? Yeah, you didn't know that, but I did. Wow. <laughs> wow, because tortoises don't live long enough. Is that why we're trying to keep them healthy? Yeah. They only live 120 years. Okay, good. Well, you're doing well. That doing sounds okay. like a nice meal. What do you think of the, uh, of the weather at the moment? Cold, isn't it? Um, I know that it's a good time to hibernate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll be honest. Yeah. I think she's being a bit frosty with you. Well, after you know, the... it, it, I tell you the truth, it was a very tense evening and yeah. a lot of things were said. You had a lot of making up to do. You're going to eat your salad? What is it? Yep. Uh, I've drizzled it in everything you need. And a little bit of calcium and cucumber, tomato, your favourite foods. And you won't eat it. I'm just sitting there. <laughs> oh dear! Was she just looking back at it? Was, I really felt that we we struggled to communicate last night. Listen, okay. Let's talk about this. I'm sorry if I've treated you badly. I've tried my best to be the best owner I can be, and I've clearly let you down. I'm going to have to try a lot harder. But I need to know, Abana, that you forgive me. Just to prove you forgive me, I want you just to eat just this one cherry tomato. Okay, you've set her a challenge there. Yeah, I gave her an ultimatum. Just eat one cherry tomato to prove that you love me. Oh By the way, I do take issue with the sentence that you've tried your hardest to be the best. <laughs> well, I've given it everything. Apparently you can. Give me one bite of a tomato. No? Come on. Come on, don't ruin the meal. Don't ruin the lovely meal. Please. Fine. I'll do the washing up. <laughs> I'll get it. <laughs> you know what, last night I actually feel like Obama told me exactly how she feels. Yeah. And I, I get it. Yeah, I you get it now. I have been a bad owner. You have? I've neglected her. Howl and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM. On the phone is uh, Kate from Wigan. Morning, Kate. Morning. Can you just remind everyone what happened four years ago? Um, I got to my dad's house and the tarpites was gone and it'd been sold to you. I did not know. I, I, was, know I was buying a small girl's tortoise. I can't believe that happened. I feel very bad for you, Kate, that, you, that the tortoise was sold without your knowledge. Kate's dad was listening to our show when Jamie was approaching his 30th birthday and we... Uh, we got a text from him saying you can buy my tortoise if you like because Jamie wanted a tortoise for his birthday. He was sure he wanted it. He promised he'd look after it for the 80 years that it would live. And he named it Obama after Barack Obama. Turns out it was a girl, so now it's called Michelle 
Obama. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Uh, Liam in Blackpool says, Kate, you keep calling Michelle a he. So you're not exactly the best. <laughs> oh, not exactly the he best. Was it's a he. It's no, a she. It's a female. She. Yeah, we found out it was a she. I've checked out the. Sure? I've checked the un- If you check the undercarriage of a tortoise, you can tell whether it's a male or a female. Well, we've but had... you'd only know that if you really cared, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> so we're deciding right now with your help between Jamie or Kate. Should Kate get the tortoise back? Because Jamie has been rubbish at looking after the tortoise. I mean, it's not been uh, badly treated. It's just that it's been treated by everyone else apart from Jamie has been looking after it. So should Kate get it back? I think Jamie should keep the tortoise. Yes. Uh, I'm not convinced by that, Kate. Four years to find the tortoise, so without knowledge, I'm not sold. I think they should have joint custody and they should sort of share looking after it. So even if it's is Jamie's house, Kate can come and t- teach him how to look after it. I've been listening, and I reckon the tortoise should have the final say in this. The tortoise should have the final say. Get that tortoise down and bring it over here. Go on. Right. One thing you should know about tortoises, Harold, they can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> but what we can do is we can put her on the desk next to me here, OK? Put her on the desk. Now, Jamie, I want you to say, come to me, Obama. Oh, come on, I never would. And Kate, I want dog. you to say, come to me, Obama. I'm going to put some headphones just on the desk next to the tortoise, OK? Let's see which way it looks first. Uh, Jamie, you can speak first. OK. Come to me, Obama. Oh, look to me. Kate, your turn. Come to me, Obama. Oh, it's turning. Oh, she's turning. <laughs> come to me, no, Obama, come to Jamie. Come to Jamie. Come on. Come to Jamie. Don't give up, Kate. Come on. Come on. Who feeds you? Who really loves you? <laughs> See, the thing about tortoises, they're not known for their speed. <sighs> yeah, this could take a good two hours. <laughs> She's looking between the two of you, and I think that means that Lindsay was right, that we need to work out some joint custody. Your music. Your life. Howl and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM. Now we're searching like a show, you howl and me, on a mission driver for Mr. Pepper G. <laughs> We received a CD and a letter through the post a couple of weeks ago from somebody claiming to be called Papa G. He said he had no interest in people finding out his real identity. Under no circumstances were we to track him down, which is why you, Lancashire, decided we should track him down. down, Under every circumstance. (laughs) So we spent two weeks hounding this guy. We've heard from estate agents and gardeners. We've heard from people who go to the gym with him, saying that they know who the man is who wrote this song that got sent to us. We are now joined by somebody who, after yesterday, we got an answer phone message saying, I'm Papa G, I'll come in and see you. I presume this is the person. Are you the person who left that answer phone message? Yes, I am. Okay, can I just say, we read a text in saying, you don't know what Papa G looks like, so this could just be a random weirdo. Uh, How are you going to prove that you are the real Papa G? I've got a suggestion. Hmm? I will play you a clip of your song and you have to repeat it, okay? Okay. Eh. Let's see. Why do I do this to myself? My abs are on fire. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a very close match. <laughs> one, one more test, one more test. Did my teeth look white? Is my hair all right? Is my face got lines? Papa? Did my teeth look white? Is my hair all right? Has my face got lines? Botox is divine. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I believe we've just found Papa G! 
Thank you so much for all of your help in tracking him down. Was the pressure immense, sir? Oh, I just can't explain. You know, guys, I sent that CD in for you guys to keep it quiet. (laughs) (laughs) What did you do? You've kind of changed my life at the moment. Changed your life? What's your real name? Uh, Gino. Gino. And do you make music regularly, Gino? I do, yeah. Um, I've been a big big fan of music since I was six, and I sponsor a lot of young guys coming up. Uh, We record at my studio, and we just produce original tracks. That's that's what we do. Well, let's talk about this track in particular. (laughs) This is great. So, like like a proper highbrow interview, Jamie. Go for it. (laughs) You're in the gym, Mm -hmm. and I'm guessing that you're pumping iron and you're your abs get a bit sore, maybe even on fire. Is that where it began? (laughs) (laughs) Why did I turn up here this morning? (laughs) (laughs) Your teeth do look white, by the way. You do understand this was tongue and cheek. So you haven't had Botox either? No, I haven't. I always look this good. (laughs) (laughs) The Papa G does look good. I mean, he he looks a bit like Danny B when Danny B was in shape. If you've ever seen Danny B in shape, that's kind of what Papa G looks like. Listen, um, I, I was inspired, Jamie, just uh, down at uh, Master's Gym there. I was putting a bit of weight on over last Christmas and I kept looking at these guys who they just seem to have the teeth, the hair, the swelling muscles. <laughs> they had the package. Simple as <laughs> Did that. they? Lovely. So, so that's why I wrote the song. <laughs> well, you certainly did and you've blown people away with it, Papa. <laughs> so, uh, where can people find your music? Okay, if you want to go on SoundCloud, Papa G, stroke Gino Lloyd, you'll see about maybe 40 songs on there. 40? I'll tell you what, yeah. 40 well, blimey, we'll put a link to that on our Facebook page as well as a picture of Papa with me and Jamie that we'll take in a moment so you can actually see what Papa G looks like. We'll also hold up the artist's impression that we made. Close. Um, Close. Have you seen it over there on the wall? Yeah, yeah. Look at that. We were sure you had a ponytail. Yeah. (laughs) Just cut it off. Just cut it off. You could make a million pounds out of this. Lancashire love this song, you know. Well, uh, you know, I'd love to make a million pounds like anybody else, but the main thing for this song is cash for kids. Oh, you want to give it? Oh, of course I do. Uh, That was the whole reason for sending it in. If people would download uh, this link and just give a donation to Cash for Kids, leave it on your website. No, I'm totally happy with that. You can have the song, guys. Sure, we'll do. Thank you so much. We. We will put it on a podcast, because if we put it on iTunes, iTunes still take a cut, right? Sure. So what we'll do is we'll make it a free download, mm-hmm. and if you download it, we also ask you to, to donate some money to Cash for Kids. So the onus is on you to actually put your hand in your pocket, okay? Uh, and I believe, Papa G, have you written a special rap for us? I have for you guys, last night. What? I couldn't, I couldn't sleep, I was walking oh. around the kitchen. Right, we'll do it next. Howl and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM. Keep an eye on facebook.com slash 974rockfm, where we will put the song for you to download that Papa G sent us and has got Lancashire going crazy. We will let you know when it's available to download on Facebook, so keep an eye on it. Plus, we're going to ask you to donate to Cash for Kids as well um, for that free track. Now, Papa G has joined us. He is actually in the room and he says he's written some fresh material for us. (laughs) Papa, are you ready? I'm ready. So it's over the old song? Yeah. Right, and Papa, this is a live performance (laughs) from Papa G. I never I thought I'd be saying those words. Calm down, you lads. Calm down. Oh, Papa, yeah. take it away. Papa G, kind of crazy. He alive, Howell and Jamie. Go to the gym now, don't be lazy. Overweight, don't get them ladies. Why do I song as hit the airways? Won't find in the yellow pages. Exclusive track for Howell and Jamie. Cash for kids, download me, baby. Yeah! 
your life. Paul and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM.